Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Aloria, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I am recording this video. So, and I just made sure my teeth were clean. So those of you who are going to be able to watch it on video, you may see that. And for those of you listening on the podcast, um, I am going to do my best again to make sure that I am recognizing that some of you aren't seeing me, you're just hearing me. So um, I have a lot to share with you today. And this episode is called WTF, am I doing right or wrong? And there's a reason I'm, I'm sharing that with all of you. And what my goal today to share with all of you is 10 tips. I have no clue what those tips are because I'm going to just allow my guidance to just come through. 10 tips to really 10x your life and to accelerate your life. Um, I'm recording this around Christmas, almost Christmas. And you're going to be hearing this uh, the first week in January. So before I go into the recording, I'm going to let you know that Micah and Venus are in the room with me. And for those, um, this isn't going to be on my YouTube channel just yet, but I will show little Micah sleeping and little Venus sleeping. And for those of you who are listening, just visualize that that's what they're doing, sleeping and getting ready to go out and play in the rain. I bought them raincoats. I now live in a wetter climate, which I friggin' love. And I um, was like, you know what, man, I've been here for like three and a half years. I need the rain gear. So I bought rain pants and a raincoat and I had a raincoat already. Um, I bought a rain hat and I bought the dog's rain coats too, because I figure we're going to be out in that rain. So um, I want to talk to you about a few things, but before I do that, I'm going to blow on my computer. See, this is the thing I don't like about the video. I can't pause it. And when I get into my mode of starting to channel and starting to talk to my guides, I um, do different things. I'll spray my hands with rose water. I'm like, for some reason, my tongue is going on my teeth. So I do some strange stuff. And if I'm doing um, the podcast with just audio, I can usually pause the garage band, which I was recording it in, and just kind of gather myself. But hey, you might as well just come in for this friggin' ride, this messy ride, which is another thing I want to share with you. First thing I want to share is pod party, pod party. Go to marilynaloria.com, and I should have put that in the banner for the video, but what the frig, man, I need to take off. I need a break. After this podcast, I'm taking a break. marilynaloria.com forward slash parte, P-A-R-T-Y, parte, and come join me for the podcast party. Space is limited, um, and you have to RSVP for it, and we'd like you to show up. It's a Zoom call with me, intimate, doesn't cost you anything going to teach you something for about 15 minutes. I have no idea what my guides will teach. They usually feel into the energy and they teach something really phenomenal. And then we will probably play some games with it or have a group discussion, you know? So it's always fun and exciting. I've never been known to be boring. That's for damn sure. And uh, they are definitely not boring. So there you have it. So I'd like for you to come join me with that, marilynlawyer.com forward slash party. I really would like you guys to help me get this podcast out there. So really share it, share it on your social media. Some of you in the closet, I understand that. Then share it with the people that you think you would love it. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all the above, which would be really great if you did that. So I don't know about you, but for me, this has been a pretty interesting year and it has me reflecting a lot on my life and where I'm at and what I want to change. And that is what I've been doing for the past few weeks, for sure. I've been looking at like, what do I need to do? What choices do I need to make in order to 10X my life? And what does it mean to 10X your life? Well, it, it means that, I don't know what it means out there. I'm sure if you freaking Google 10X, they would like be a million definitions of it. For me, it means I don't like certain things. They're not changing fast enough. WTF, I'm really trying not to curse. What the fuck? do I need to do to change this stuff? Because I don't sit here and blame the universe or blame God or blame um, situations. I look at myself and I go, what can I do to change it? Now, do I think that sometimes circumstances happen? Yes, totally. But I also know that with circumstances happening, which you, if you listen to my predictions last week, which would have come out uh, the week before you listen to this, um, it talks about changing your perspective, right? So I'm all about taking responsibility for my life. I'm also all about believing that I can live my best life yet and continue to make it even greater or better. And that's kind of a new, I've always like believed that to a degree, but I'm waking up to that even more lately. I'm like, oh my goodness, what if this could be even, my guides did this to me like a couple of years ago. They're like, what if this could be even more magical, more amazing than you've ever imagined? Like, what if this could be even more fantastic 
And I'm really embracing that concept. Like, what if this could be even more incredible. Like for those of you who've been like in 30, 40 year marriages, what if you fell in love with your partner in an even more magical way? Like we get into these ruts, like our kids being annoying or obnoxious. Like what if that kid became the most magical, amazing kid, you know, um, maybe not what you want, but something that the two of you uh, like really get to enjoy. Because I think sometimes, I don't know about you, but like parents in my day were like, be like us. And it's like, oh man, no, I don't want to be like you. So hopefully you're the type of parents that are like, oh, I love that my kid's a little bit different, but it'd be great if we got it long better. Or what if uh, my bank account was exploding with cash, just bringing in tons and tons and tons of abundance and financial greatness. So all these things that you desire, and we're going to talk about that, you need to see where in your life you're limiting yourself. And one of the things we do have for you, if you want it, if you go to marilynaloria.com forward slash alignment. A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. I'm amazed how the world can't spell. A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T, alignment, marilynlawyer.com forward slash alignment. You're going to get the first video for the first pillar of the SAS system, which is subconscious thinking. And this is super friggin' important. So let me back up a second. I have been very focused on 10Xing and changing my life. And what do I need to do in order to make that happen? Um, because there have been moments where I've been waking up this past, you know, this past year, whenever you're listening to this, I have to be very careful. I've been very careful of vibration, uh, energy words and the way I speak. Um, so I've been just waking up to things like at this point in time, when I'm recording this, you'll just recognize what I'm saying. A lot of my students will understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, uh, as to why things haven't shifted and it's not okay it's not okay anymore. And it doesn't mean that I'm living uh, dissatisfied or a victim It means that I know that I am capable of all that I desire and even more. And there's an expansion and a growth there. So, but I'm taking responsibility for what I can do to shift and change that. So I have been really looking at my subconscious thinking and really looking at what it is that I desire. And where am I limiting myself? So let me break this down before we get into the 10 tips that spirit wants to give you in order to 10 X your year. I don't know for me personally, I'm signing up for certain programs. I'm getting really clear about my day. I'm envisioning and I'm putting in practical tools. I'm not one of these people that sits back and says, all right, this is what I want. Okay. Universe, make it happen. Cause I'm powerful and I could just visualize it. No, you have to get into action. You have to make choices and you have to make decisions. So when I've, I've been sitting here thinking about this and working on this and committed to it. And because of that spirit obviously brings me things that I need to see in order to create that in my life. So last night I was looking at YouTube. Of course, when you listen to it, it was going to be like two weeks ago. I'm, I'm so into this time thing lately like with my words, are you guys following me? So let me explain this second. I'm sorry. I'm going to be all over the freaking place today. And I just, I just hope you can love me for that. <sighs> Breathe. See, I'm not used to this video thing, but I'll get used to it. I have my magic wand next to me. Um, I feel like picking it up and showing it to you. Okay. Focus the time thing. I'm very aware of what I say that gets recorded and put into a recording, which stills time, or when you're listening to it is live during that particular time. And I'm just very aware of the vibration in my words and what I say and how it has a rippling effect in my life. I will explain more of that. I'll probably do a podcast around that where I can teach what I'm speaking, what they're trying to have me teach is how our words have a a vibrational experience of time in them. You know, it's something they've been making me extremely conscious of this year. So when I do uh, Voxer, which is an app where you can leave recordings for people or Marco Polo, where you can leave a video and a recording, I find sometimes if I say something and spirits like that's not lining up with your subconscious thinking or consciousness, where you want to go and the timing of things, you have to be careful of that. You know, it's never fear, but that's going to be recorded. You want to rewrite it, re-say it. I delete the video, I delete the audio recording, and then I find a new way of saying it. So what they're saying is, I guess, first tip is coming out is our words are so important because if we're putting out into the world, thank you, 
if we're putting out into the world, um, I was looking at blah, blah, blah last night and I'm really stuck and blah, 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 blah and I, I'm hitting a wall, then you're going to constantly be hitting that. So you want to watch how you say things. And one of the things that this beautiful woman, Shimin Bernard, taught me, a spiritual advisor from Agape, she taught me to say up until now. Up until now, I was hitting a wall. Up until now, I was experiencing scarcity, whatever it is, because that puts an energetic stop to things. Okay. So I'm working on this feeling of what it is that I desire, and I'm also noticing my limitation. And I'm going to share part of my limitation with you first, because I want to show you how synchronicity works. So what I've been noticing is I am not comfortable with being revered as a, first of all, I'll never be a guru will not allow it to happen. Don't put me up on the pedestal because let me tell you, it's a big, it's a big fall from that pedestal. The other thing, I'm just not comfortable with it. I've never been comfortable with people coming to me and saying, oh my goodness, you've changed my life. You said blah, 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 blah. And it shifted everything. And as much as I can acknowledge that and acknowledge the gifts inside of me that offer up that kind of advice or wisdom and said something to you that lit up your soul and you connected with, this is a co-creation with anybody who works with me. So that means you heard it, it resonated with you, and then you you created that thing in your life where you believed in it and then it showed up. So I never sit here and go, oh, it's all me. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm putting my hands up in the air, like celebrating. I'm not comfortable with that. I feel like I am truly doing spirit's work and allowing spirit to work through me. So when people come to me and they're like, oh my goodness, like you changed my life, blah, blah, blah. I, I have a discomfort with it. And I thought like, oh my goodness, that's not good that I have a discomfort with it because I need to embrace it. And I need to be like these, this one particular person that just drives me nuts. I need to be out there and going, yeah, and drinking my Kool-Aid and I'm the best and I'm great and love me. And, and I'm not freaking comfortable with that. And I'll, I'll give you an example of uh, something that happened years ago. I was in Trader Joe's and these women were picking out nuts, I think it was. And I was like, oh, you know, can I get in there? And the woman turned around and went, ah, oh! and she recognized me. And I didn't know who she was because I never remember people during readings. And she's like, and I, and I knew it because I could feel there was a recognition there. And I was like, uh, do I know you? And she's like, you read me and blah, 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 blah. And was like gushing a bit. And I was like, oh, mackerel, this is making me uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that it changed your life. Thank you so much. And she was super sweet. And we had a nice little in interaction and an exchange. But I recognized in that moment, this is like 10 years ago, that I was like, wow, I, I don't like that, you know? And there's nothing. So I think like, so what I'm struggling with this past week, these past months, is the more I get seen and heard, the more I put my message out there, the more comfortable I have to be with people experiencing it in a really beautiful, magical way, right? So I'm like, oh my goodness, do I have to become one of those people that, okay, I drank my Kool-Aid. I know that what spirit offers through me is friggin' phenomenal. I know that the way I creatively teach how people get in touch with their gifts is incredibly magical, but how do I get comfortable with the fact of people seeing me as that deliverer of information and be comfortable with it. So um, I was thinking about this and I'm like, well, I'm not. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, well, you want to have a best-selling book or I don't really actually don't think about that stuff. I just think about writing a book, to be honest with you. And I'm going to tell you where the best-selling part came in from last night, the synchronicity. And I promise you, I'm going to give you 10 tips. So I was, um, I don't think about that stuff, but I was thinking about, because for the longest time, I was being promoted for my own TV show. I mean, seriously promoted with big agents. And I've shared this before. Ex every executive in television, in the room, um, having to, I have a big personality when I want it. So being able to perform in the room and then being able to switch to readings or reading people on the side, you know, there's deals coming down the table, all of that. And I thought that's what I wanted. And when I think about it now, I'm like, mm, no, it actually makes me uncomfortable. And some of you may be saying, well, you're insecure then. I don't know. Maybe I am. There are moments when I have insecurity. I think I'm actually a introvert, to be honest with you. People kind of can't believe it because on the tennis court, I'm like, um, I'm like the Tasmanian devil with a Brooklyn accent. But I, I really, a lot of me is very introverted, you know? So when people that 
I am not used to communicating in this spiritual way, tell me they've listened to my podcast, I get really uncomfortable. So I was at a party. Wow. I didn't know I was going to go on this road. Please go with me. And I was at a party and this, they were talking about my podcast to these people at the party. And I was super uncomfortable. I have always kind of separated spiritual Marilyn um, from when I go into certain experiences as there's an outgoing Marilyn, right? And not everybody, these people were wonderful. They're amazing. They can definitely have the conversation, but I'm, I'm not always comfortable having that conversation. I'd rather, um, I'm just not that type of person. I'm not the woo-woo type of person. Like, let's talk about the auras in the room and the orbs and the, oh my goodness, there's a unicorn in the corner. You know, I'm just not that person. I like to have fun and be practical. And then I like to be really spiritual. So, and there's nothing wrong with, well, I don't know if you've ever hung out with those people, but it could be pretty freaking tiresome. I got to tell you, I have, but there's nothing wrong with it if that's what makes those people function. So here's my bottom line. So I'm realizing, you know, my work, people that go through my work, it's revered pretty high up with the people that work with me. Not everybody. There's people that freaking can't stand me that, you know, for whatever reason, I'm not going to get into that story today. But for the most part, my students stay with me. They keep purchasing from me. They, they really learn a lot and they also learn a lot from each other. And the other thing that I'm really good at as a teacher is recognizing the gifts in all of them. So it's not, I, I feel like they stay with me because they feel seen and heard. Like Sandra Pelly has said that to me so many times, like the first time she ever spoke to me on a call on a telesummit, I did a reading. She's like, you saw me and you heard me. And it's such a beautiful thing because that's what I've searched for my whole life was, you know, being seen and heard and nobody seeing and hearing me and my family seeing and hearing myself. And now here I'm telling you, I'm uncomfortable being seen and heard in a certain way. Okay. Go on this journey with me today, please. So I have a gift for it. And so I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about 10xing my life and 10xing my business and being able to serve even more people and getting my message out there and teaching people that what I have, they have too in their own specific particular magical way. And I want to get it out to more people, but am I going to be comfortable with being seen in that way? And when I go into these avenues, like spirit took me on an angel wing the other day in a dimension of the angel wing. And it was really magical and beautiful. And I was, they were like telling me how this is a whole other place that you can play in. And I was like, wow, I could see it now as I'm telling you guys about it. I don't remember the whole meditation. But when I sit there and I think about it, I'm like, okay, are you ready to be seen and heard at that level? And something inside of me goes, no. Now, if you're dreaming big, which I want everyone who's listening to my podcast to be dreaming big, but you have a subconscious belief that's no, I'm not ready for that. You could see how things won't happen or manifest in your life. So I was talking to my good friend, Anna Sui, um, yesterday, but in, whenever you listen to this, that's going to be whoever knows. So in infinite time, whatever it's done. Um, you know, I have the timing thing and I was explaining it to her and she's like, you know, your people really love you. And I don't really remember what she said because I don't remember words. I remember energy and vibration. But basically, and she's such a beautiful soul, Anna Sui, look her up, uh, T-S-U-I is her last name. She's one of the teachers of membership. Um, she does amazing stuff at higher self and, and soul, and she's getting into this genius thing, and I'm all about finding your genius, and she's doing, I was like, Anna, oh my goodness, I do this as a bonus call, and she's doing it as a class probably, and I'm like, do it, do it, people need it. So she's wonderful. And so what she was saying to me basically was, don't worry about that piece, just keep doing your magic. And it'll all fall into place. And I feel like that's what she said because I it, it resonated with my soul. It aligned. And I don't remember the specific, specific words. So last night, I was wanting to go to bed a little bit earlier. I'm really usually, a, a, I go to bed early, but something kept me up and I'm not going to get into that. And I went onto YouTube and Spirit took me to Mel Robbins. And Mel Robbins was talking about manifestation and how important, but she said people are missing the most important thing about manifestation. So if you check out that YouTube video, I'm all about resources, guys. There are four tips she gave in this video and I don't have the video up and I can't pause this. So just, you can find it. But I can't remember, the first one was, oh, I'll give you her tips actually, if I can remember them. So maybe this may be part of my tips. 
I journal every day, journal every day, your dreams, what you really truly desire because, and, and rip the lid off. I call it without brackets. She says, rip the lid off. She says, because you have to start really believing it and speaking it out and putting it down on paper so that you could get it out of your body, right? Like if I didn't start writing it and speaking it out loud and talking to people about it, I wouldn't recognize that inside of me, there's this part of me that's like, no, I want to hide. So um, it's great. So she said that. And then the second thing she said was to, um, I th I'm going to get this wrong, visualize it. And then she said, the third thing was, it's not so much the end result, it's the journey to it that you need to visualize and feel. That's more important. So I think the third thing was the feeling. And the second thing was the visualization of the journey towards it, which I agree with her. And then the final thing was uh, taking action, taking action. So I was watching this last night and she's like, so if you want to be a New York Times bestselling author, you have to write that down. And I was like, do I want to be a New York Times bestselling author? So I'm recognizing my own limitation. And I was like, you know what? I don't think of things in those terms. I think about, I just want to get my stories out. I just want to touch people's lives. I just want people to believe in themselves. I want people to learn that through my own personal struggles, they're not alone. Because I, there's one person, and I'm not going to, because I would not throw people under the bus, but there's one person I just cannot stand the way she teaches. She teaches from a place of, I've got it all right. I know exactly what to do. I am great. Oh yeah, I have feelings, but I've got it figured out. And because you don't, you need my magic. You need my stuff. You need what I have to teach because you don't have it right. And it's, and I, and I know this person to a degree and it's very condescending when you're going through something. Oh, I could fix that for you. And I can't stand shit like that. And it's not that I want to give you the tools and the techniques and the navigational path to your life, to your soul, to alignment. But I also want you to understand that there's bumps along the way. So I loved how Mel Robbins explained it. And what I love about Mel Robbins, I'm only starting to get to know her stuff a little bit more lately, is she talks about the moments where she hits the wall or she's vulnerable or she's having a freak out moment or she's had a failing moment. I love how she talks about what she went through. And she was like, you know, I was on like I think it was Manhattan she was drinking, like four Manhattans when she was going through her really difficult time. And I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you for being human. Thank you for showing people what you went through. So my long story here is that synchronicity because then Mel was sharing with me the techniques, the tools to get comfortable with what it is I desire in my life. And not looking at just the end result, which I'd already known the journey was important, but she definitely, she's definitely drives that home in a way that I think is phenomenal. So I don't want to take credit for that, though we all have our own thoughts and stuff like that. But I was looking at it and I was like, uh, listening to her. And then I think I watched the second video part of it about how to get emotions in it. Cause sometimes I'm cut off emotionally. And she talks about how people are cut off emotionally because dreams haven't come true in so long. So they have a hard time feeling it. And she said, that's why the journey is important. She talked about going on a marathon, doing a marathon. And she got the, the marathon, the lottery number for the New York city marathon, which is a big deal. And she's like, I didn't train for it. I, I wasn't ready and I got that number. But instead of saying, here, take the number back, I'm not ready. She started visualizing herself at the six mile or the 15 mile. And the, I, the AirPods are going dead and it's raining. Listen to the video, you'll get out of it. So my long story about this is you may be dreaming super, super big, but there may be something underneath that is stopping you from having that dream because you're not you're not feeling ready for it or you're feeling uncomfortable about it. What it. So what I've come to, so this morning I got up and I did what I always journal, but I did what Mel Robbins suggested and I wrote down all my things, which I've done before. And one of the things that I've, I got clarity on is it's okay if I'm not comfortable. So I'll tell you another story, but it's okay if I'm not comfortable with that, but it doesn't stop me from doing my work and putting my work out there because you're never going to fully be comfortable because what you're looking to do is uncomfortable, period, end of story. So the other thing that kind of helped, and this is where synchronicity happens, I listened to Smart List, the podcast with Sean Hayes, Will Arnett, and Jason Bateman. It's a really good podcast. And Sandra Bullock was on. And she was talking about how she's so 
not the red carpet is not her thing. She doesn't like it. She's an introvert. She likes being home. She likes being home and out like hiking. And here's a, a person who's an A-list actress who's sharing her experience of what world is for her, what she likes in the world and how she's, you know, wants to spend more time home. And I feel like she's choosing is what she said in that interview, but it doesn't stop her from being incredibly successful. So you don't deny who you are. And in that, and not denying who you are, you still allow yourself to have the success that you desire. But I don't have to be like the said coach I was talking about before, who was totally fine with running into a room and high-fiving people. I would never do that. That's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But I think about like we were going to do a retreat in person. And I know a lot of my community would go because we all want to meet in person. I, I wouldn't come out of the back entrance high-fiving people and dancing through the room. I think most of my students would be like, who the F is that? They would probably love it and dance along, but then they might like make a face and be like, wait, why am I dancing? Marilyn doesn't do shit like this. Like, you know, <laughs> they would be like, what? Did, did an alien get her? Is this really Marilyn Aloria? So I'm, you know, I, I'm just not that person and that's okay. So the first tip spirit wants me to share with you. So as we move into the new year, or whenever you're listening to this, it does not matter because do not, do not think that time you can only start things in the beginning of the year or when your birthday happens or September, you know? So the first thing is acceptance of self. So they're asking that when you look at what it is that you desire in your life to fully accept yourself where you're at, the choices you've made, the mistakes you've made, the things you still need to learn, the uncomfortable energy you may have around something, maybe the lack of belief you struggle with, maybe the belief you you do believe. They said full acceptance of yourself is going to allow you to really ignite the light in your soul. But if you fight and argue with the parts of yourself that didn't make the best choice, that, that said something that was stupid or you termed stupid, they said you're going to constantly be on this struggle and this battle. So they said, number one on this list is to really look at it and say, thank you. I accept myself fully for where I am in this journey right now. And I commit to myself, they said, not to do better, but to fully see myself, acknowledge myself, be honest with myself and live. I can't repeat those guys. So you're going to have to go back. See, I can't repeat it. So um, just go back and whatever they said. Now, when I say thank you, I'm acknowledging something they're saying to me. My legs are crossed. My legs are never crossed in a, in a reading or a channeling or this is a semi-channel. And what I mean by that is I'm, I have to be here in order to do both things, jump between both things, be Marilyn coaching, take information from them. So my legs are crossed. My ha right hand is in between my legs. I can't move it. Now you would say, why can't you move it? There's a reason. So I'm very much, when I'm speaking with my guides, I'm allowing my guides to work through me. They use my body to get a message of cross. So my right leg is crossed over my left. My right hand is tucked in between my legs. What is it going to take? This is number two. What is it going to take you to uncross your legs and start moving forward, even if you're not clear on exactly where you're going? Because the right is about the future. The right is about doing. And they said that I am representing, even for myself, my right leg crossed over my left, thank you, my right hand, which is my doing part of myself. And, and my story in my head which they're asking me to share is about time. I don't have enough time. I haven't had enough time. This has been one of the busiest holiday seasons for me. And I don't understand why. And they said, that doesn't matter. You know, just uncross your legs and walk. And they said for the, for anybody who's listening right now, if this is resonating, start with the first tip. Think about what it is that you truly desire to, and then just uncross and walk. Because it's that simple. You, nothing can change. Nothing can shift. 
unless you walk, unless you take a step. And sometimes you're going to stumble and fall. So now the third thing that they want to offer up to you is something they gave me this week. And I believe I talked about it in the predictions. So we're co-creating with the universe and everything I shared with you is synchronicity. And you may be like, how is that synchronicity? Well, in my body, mind and soul, I was having this uncomfortable experience of, am I ready to really be seen? Um, can I get comfortable with people coming up to me saying, wow, that was amazing. You changed my life. Um, do I have to get comfortable with that before I put my message out in a bigger way and write the books I want to write and share the scripts that I want to share? And the answer is no, because you're going to get comfortable as you do it, right? So I'm having that struggle. And then the synchronistic moments are me listening to the Sandra Bullock interview. Oh, she's not comfortable either. And there was another actor, um, and I can't remember who it was. It might have been Halle Berry. I'm not sure who was sharing the same experience. So Spirit had me listen to that, that synchronicity. Um, spirit had me talk to my friend, Anna, that synchronicity and, and share about stuff. We're doing this thing together, this, um, optimization 10 X thing together. Then the next thing was taking me to the Mel Robbins video. And the things that actually led up to that video was a texting conversation with my brothers who love to limit me. So you don't need to get, I don't need to get into every detail, but the, so the third thing is about really accepting co-creation from the universe in all its forms. So spirit is asking that you see yourself, know that the universe is for you, not against you, no matter what comes down the pike, even if what comes down feels like a no, know that it's for you and not against you, man, they're flooding me with stories, but we don't have enough time. So they're like, so something happened to me this past couple of weeks with my bookkeeper who it's a very vulnerable situation to have somebody have their hands in your books. But basically it feels to me like I have somebody, somebody's hand down my pants. Sorry, I'm going to be graphic. I'm like, you literally have your hands down my pants and you're now doing this to me. And it's very vulnerable. So she had emailed me something like, I got to raise you by like $300 a month. And I'm like, whoa, what, what? We didn't even have a conversation. And I, she's a new bookkeeper and just hired her. So it was a very uncomfortable situation. I'm very direct and honest. We had a conversation about it. I said, can we talk about this before, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. We'll talk about it. Next email I get is you've got this many accounts. I'm raising you to this amount now. And I'm like, whoa. Now she's a very nice person. She's very detailed, but that doesn't work for me. So right away, when it comes to my finances, that's an uncomfortable situation, right? So I think this is going to be lesson. This is synchronicity going into lesson four. So they said, um, so I, you take a no, like to me, that was really uncomfortable. And that happened to me twice this year. Something happened with my other bookkeeper, the sweetest thing, but I got an email. I'm not going to get into the whole story, but basically she couldn't do my books anymore. And I get an email from a strange company going, we have your books. We have your passwords. We're going to be doing them now. I'm like, what the F? What the heck happened? So financials can have shame around them too, right? So when you have a bookkeeper in your books, basically somebody's hands down my pants, they're feeling around. And I'm like, I don't know if I want your hand down there. You're really going to know everything. I'm sorry. I'm being really graphic and disgusting. So no's are a good thing because what it did is pushed me to, to interview other people, which I'll get into number four in a second. So they said, know the universe has your back. Just know it. Know that you're in synchronicity. And when a no comes down the pike or something uncomfortable happens, look it in the eye and say, what do you got for me? What are we going to do together? How are we going to do this together? See yourself doing cartwheels, see yourself tripping and falling, but know that the universe is by your side the whole time and helping you. And that trip and fall is exactly what you need in order to get to the next step. So number four is exploration, education. This is uncomfortable. I'm not, I don't have enough knowledge around this. What can I do to educate myself? And you're not allowed to sit back and struggle. You have to go and seek out the answers. And let me tell you something. So here's my answers. Before this bookkeeping thing, wow. Before this, I'm, I'm realizing synchronicity as I'm sharing all this with you. Before this bookkeeping thing came down the pipe, about a week before that, Rachel Miller, another great social media person, she was sharing her finances and what she does and how she does her accounts. Really very open person, shares incredible stuff. I really like Rachel. I know her actually. I met her once and, and she's just great. 
so she shared this whole thing before I had this thing. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I was watching it and I contacted Rachel. And I was like, thank you so much for doing this. And I had other questions for her and she answered them. And then um, this bookkeeping thing happened and I contacted Rachel. And I said, who's your bookkeeper? And she put me in touch with them and I met with them and they educated me. And here's a beautiful thing. So this is number four. I educated myself. I When I first got that message from her, I sat on it because I was like, oh, I don't know if the, I can afford these people. I, she's a really like very successful. And I was like, don't do that. And I, I did an appointment. They were amazing. This company, they were so, and I even said to them, I was like, I was afraid to reach out to you. I am done with friggin' lying. I am done with being like, yeah, I got this. I can handle this. F that man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm scared. I need your help. That's why you're here. And I'm really vulnerable right now. Your hands down my pants. I didn't say that to them because I don't think that would be appropriate. So, um, but I do say it's all of you on video too. So um, it was great. So that's education. They educated me. And then I met with another guy because there was another person that I reached out to today and he was amazing. So now I have two incredible companies and I have a very difficult decision to make because they're both phenomenal. So educate yourself. You're not allowed to sit back and wait. Now, education for me is exactly what I said to you. Spirit knew this was coming down the pike. They showed me, and I don't watch a lot of videos. Like I haven't seen Rachel Miller's stuff in a while. And they put that video in front of my face and I sat down and I was like, I got to watch this. So when you seek an answer, Spirit's going to bring it to you. Okay. That's number four. Number five, I, I don't know what they're going to do. So I'm just going along with it. Number five, they're showing me a line. Oh, a line in the sand. Okay. But they're also showing me the word Q, but it's queen. The line in the sand is knowing where you're drawing the line in the sand. So we had a, I'm not going to get into that story because I refuse to invite that energy in, but I have a line in the sand now in my business and we will not serve everyone. So in SFA, you have to be the right fit to come into there, into that program. So people may get in and, um, but we're going to be very, we're very, it's a different program. I'm, uh, we're much more hands-on in there. Membership for your soul. I'm very protective over that program too, but that has a little bit more of a leeway because people are just studying psychic gifts and they're studying things. They're a little bit more in the beginning of the journey or they're in a different place. I'm very protective over my groups. I don't allow nonsense to go on. SFA we're drawing the line in the sand. And so we, now we have on my terms, like we refuse the right to uh, service. We refuse the, we have the right to refuse service. So the line in the sand is what you're willing to put up, not put up with anymore. You have to know what that is in your life. So they're saying to me, look, this might sound mishmashy what I'm sharing with you, but they said, if you could like go back and pu pull out every single point and I'll see if somebody from, I'm not going to promise that my team will do it, but so you do it. They said, it'll make sense in the long run. And the line in the sand is respect for yourself. You treat yourself like a queen or a king. They said, that's the line where you say, no, 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 this is my boundary. And you're not crossing it. It's not okay anymore. So they said, get comfortable with that line in the sand. So they're reminding me of last night. I was, there was, I was, I don't want to say last night. I was texting with my brothers and the, some of the spiel was starting again, you know, that the attack, attack, attack. And I was like, I'm going to sleep now. Thanks. Good night. I hope everything, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I diffuse it. The line is in the sand. I don't need to get into an argument about it. I don't need to defend myself. That's not my story. That's your story. Line in the sand. And it felt good. And then this morning, um, I was able to, you know, contact them and say, how's things going? And that thing got washed away. So know your line in the sand. Breathe is number six. Breathe. They said breath is your trust. Breath is your guidance, is your spirit, is your life, is your acknowledgement of self, is your ownership, is your right to be here. It's your right to share your message. If, if they said, if you're in a moment of self-doubt and you just close your eyes and breathe, and remind yourself that you have every right to be here, that'll change your life. And, and they're reminding me, so we all know I share my tennis stories and one of my, I'm becoming friendly with some of the tennis people. And one of the women invited me over for Thanksgiving, super sweet, nice person. 
and she, and I wasn't in a storytelling mode that night. And she was like, what's some of the stories you use? So I couldn't really like share with her, but you know, know that I always share those, but I have to tell you, I wish I was able to share it better with her and I will one day, but what happens to me on the tennis court is someone will trigger me. It happened to me. I was playing with this foursome that we used to play last year and I was the worst person on the court, right? And it's really what sent me into studying more with coaches and getting better at it and skilled. So we were playing again for the first time in like a year and we had played like the whole season together, like Christmas season together. And um, it was the dynamics were weird. And I am usually the brunt of the joke. And I felt the energy shifting and, and I closed my eyes and I took some breaths and I just acknowledged myself. And I put, I, this is what I do. I usually put Jesus between me and people to heal the triggers between us. I think I used even God, at, God Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel and Archangel Raphael too, because I, it's a mental game. It's a mindset game. And at one point we kept winning, except for I think one set. But at the very end, I, I do this thing that drives these guys crazy. I do this thing like if I can't get the ball, I go, it's yours if you, it, it's very, it's a polite thing. I do it. It's yours if you can get it. I can't remember what I say, but it drives this one guy crazy. He's like, just say yours. Why do you have to say all of that? It's like I say a full on sentence and people make fun of me. And I only did it once through the three hours we were playing together. Yours, if you can, that's what I say. Yours, if you can, <laughs> through their game. So at the end of the match, the guy was like, the other guy who I hadn't played with in a while, he's like, you have to stop saying that. I said, hey, I'm not going to be the brunt of your jokes this time. This is exactly what I said to them. I said, I said it once in three hours. I did not say it any other time. And the guy that it drives nuts, he said, yep, she's right. He only, she only said it once. And he actually um, sent me a text later on just apologizing for some stuff because he's a super nice guy. Um, he's got a great personality. He's a really nice guy. But draw, um, so so draw the line in the sand, a breath and breathe. And by breathing, you acknowledge yourself. Like I acknowledged myself then. I was like, you guys are not going to friggin' make me the brunt of the jokes anymore. I'm done. And uh, so that was a great lesson for me. And then, all right, let's see. That was number six. Number seven command. So what they're saying with command is if you command yourself even, and you command your life, it's a total different position than waiting for things to happen. And they said, the one thing we really want to make clear to everyone is this is not something that we do from January 1st to January 30th. This is something you have to do for the entire year, for your entire life. And when you command, it doesn't mean like my brothers last night, I didn't get nasty with them. I, it's not important to me with the people on the tennis court. I wasn't mean. I just said, yo, you're not doing this. You know, I didn't, be, I wasn't like you fuckers, you know, um, although I do call people fuckers sometimes when they hit a ball, but it's a joking way. Um, yeah, I have very interesting tennis etiquette. So anyway, command your life in a good way, knowing you deserve it, knowing you own it, own it, stand in ownership of it. And in the same respect, they said, if you stand in ownership of it and something's going awry, you get to do inventory on that thing and figure out what happened. And it's not about beating yourself and blaming yourself, but it's about where did I not command? Where did I allow things to go awry because I wasn't commanding my own self, my own truth in this? Where did I let things go crazy? So that's number seven. Number eight is simple. They said, it's just knowing that you're always guided. It's a little like the synchronistic, but for me, it's leaning into the infinite intelligence, the infinite wisdom. They said every morning, if you wake up and you know that you, God's got your back, do you ever meet like, whether you believe in God or not, but do you ever meet people who have such an incredible belief in God, but not in a place of um, if you don't follow their biblical way, then you're, you know, you're bad more in the way of like the way Oprah talks about God, just, she just has such a belief in God, um, and in God for her life and God loving her. I know somebody else who was like this, like God just loved her so much. Do you ever meet those people? 
it's pretty fascinating to watch them because like I've met people in person and I've met people, I've seen people in, you know, who are celebrities or something. And they just have this beautiful relationship with infinite intelligence, with God, with the universe, whatever you want to call it. So they're showing me the symbol of eight, which is infinity, right? And they're saying, just lean into that every day. If you just leaned into that every morning, every afternoon, every night, your life would be different. Nine is about writing. Journaling is super important because you need to do the brain dump, but you also need to journal what speaks to your soul, what it is you desire to not be afraid of it. And if they, they said the most important journaling you need to do is when it's not coming true. Why? And if you think you don't deserve it, why? And to allow yourself to really go in it. Again, inventory is super important, but, and, and they said like when you journal and you do inventory on something and if something's not, they didn't use the word inventory, that's me, they don't use words. And you dive in and you're like, why isn't this working out for me? Then button it up with, but it's meant to. It's living in my heart. I know it's some, It's this or something greater for my highest good coming to me now. Another thing that I know is set out there that Shimin taught me. So do that for yourself. Acknowledge yourself. Acknowledge your journey in writing. It'll be such an incredible tool for you. Okay. Number 10 is interesting. So I didn't know any of these. I thought it was going to be that stuff I already do. Um, and I don't even know how this all works together. It'll be interesting to see. But number 10 is about having gratitude for the teachers that you've had. So they said, because as I was mentioning Shimin and mentioning um, different people, um, they said, acknowledge the teachers because that's the teacher in you. So they're saying it to all of you, not just me. So I was like, wow, I'm really acknowledging some of my teachers and, and I'm really grateful for them. And I don't know if I, like, I'm going to, I'll send an email to Shimin thanking her. And I know I've done that with teachers and co like my, I have a business coach, Adam Urbanski, and they're great. And I just sent them a little gift, you know, for Christmas. And I haven't done that before I've been with them. And I'm like, why haven't I ever sent them a Christmas gift to thank them? They send me the most beautiful gifts. So acknowledge your teachers. It feels good. I think some people, you know, this is interesting. So I have to share this with you. Sometimes I've noticed, and it's with that one person I don't like, but other people too, when you acknowledge their greatness, it's almost like they use it in a way that is disgusting to me. It's a way that it's like, yeah, look at me. Ha ha ha. Now I think it's great to love yourself. I really do think it's great. But I don't like if I acknowledge someone and I can, have you ever met this person? You could feel like they're taking it like, wow, now I got the power over you, baby. That's what it felt like, felt, feels like to me with some of these people. Whereas like, if, and I, if you acknowledge someone, like I acknowledge Adam, he's so humble about it, right? Um, I, I'm trying to think of other teachers. Like I acknowledge my first acting coach, like Sheila Gray. She's humble about it. You know, and, and I'm not saying everybody's got it. That's what works for me. We all are different. I mean, I remember when I started sharing my personal story on my, um, on my newsletters and I said to them, Hey guys, get ready. Cause I'm going to be sharing my personal stories. And if you don't like it, you know, it's, this is what it's going to be. And one woman wrote back and she's like, yeah, I don't like it. And I don't want you to do it. And it's uncomfortable. And I was like, well then leave my list. What do I care? So it's not to be mean, but you don't have to follow me if you don't like it. That's fine. There, you might want that person who stands on the pillar because that might feel safe to you. And there's nothing wrong with that because I've done it too. I just don't want to be that teacher. That's not for me. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't stand when I'm teaching in the power of what I know because I do. And that does not mean that if somebody challenges something in a disrespectful way, oh, you better friggin' believe I'm standing in the pillar of my strength. So the thing that I, I feel I do really well is I acknowledge my community. I acknowledge the person in front of me. And that's important to me in my teachers too. So that might not be your thing. You decide. Um, so number 10 is find gratitude for your teachers. There was something I was going to share 
about that, but I think that's it. Okay. So that's this podcast today. I didn't know that I was going to do this. Um, this is like you, this is going to, this is different than the zoom calls. If you come to the zoom calls, it'll be a 15 minute teaching and then we'll get into a group discussion. We might get into readings, anything that's going to help us to, uh, grow and for me to get to know you. Um, it's also a good opportunity to get to try me out even more if you're thinking about joining one of my communities. So that's a great opportunity. Um, I think, and you have to fill out a questionnaire now when you sign on because uh, we want to know a little bit more about you so I could serve you better. And uh, that's it. So I think that's it. I really hope that this was helpful. You know, it'd be really great. We do a lot of social media around our podcast. It would be so great for you to go to Instagram and tell us your biggest takeaway from this and like which one was the best for you or which one made sense. Or I'm sure there was a little bit of rambling going on in here and I'm sorry about that, but um, it, you know, it is how I work a lot of the times. Um, I th I feel like with the podcast, I'm really enjoying doing this where I just show up and I turn it on. I like a light switch and then whatever wants to come through me comes through me. And I enjoy that. And I feel like a spirit wants me to give that more license because, um, when I go into my own personal channel sessions, which I don't really share with people, they're very deep. They're very beautiful. They're amazing. And I feel like they're getting me ready to do that on a more public um, stage, right? With you guys, right? So I have to show up and be who I am. And um, so that that can work through me. And because a lot of times when you're channeling, you I don't have an, like if I'm like reading for my community, I'm not looking at myself going, wow, that was really uncomfortable or I because like, I can't, I don't do that. It's got to come through me. If anything comes up, it, it just can't. It can't. It's got to work through me. It just comes through me. It's not for me to worry about and it's just delivered. So, and it's interesting when I go into teaching, I'm just sharing this with you guys. I have to wear both hats. So I do wear both hats, but we have a communicate. I have a communication with my guides where I literally say that to them. I'll open my chakras, which I didn't really do today, but I did it this morning in meditation. I will um, get into the channeled space. I'll call in my guides. And then I will say to them, you have to let me wear both hats. I can't be all airy fairy with you. Not that I'm really airy fairy with them, but all out there in another dimension and not be able to deliver the message. So you have to allow me to balance the two. So for those of you who are readers out there, that's how I do it with my guides. All right, guys, I love you. I'm looking forward to um, talking more with you and sharing more stories. And thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.